Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24/7 home of the Black and Gold SNR. We asked, and you've delivered. They always deliver. This is still a nation we're talking about, baby. Come on. Before the end of the last segment, Motes and I kind of laid out how we might have a little <laughs> thing going on here. We might have found one of our, um, you know what they, when I was in a, when I was in fancy, whatever, broadcasting yes. school, they called these things tropes. Oh, right? okay. What's like, our trope? Like certain themes, reoccurring themes throughout a show. I was going to say, I'm going to have to look that up. Like, for example, right, you know the TV show South Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny dies all the time in South Park, right? Every like, episode you he dies. You guys can't Kenny. That would be a South Park trope, okay? Mm-hmm. So it's like a, someone who just turning on South Park wouldn't get that as a joke that Kenny always dies. Right. But that is a trope of South Park, the fact that Kenny always dies. Always. Maybe we're starting to carve one out here in the sense of taking famous movie, pop culture. Posters. Posters, references, and Photoshopping our faces onto them. Because as we talked about uh, about a month or so ago, a month or two ago, Drew hit us with the white men can't jump Photoshop. And I got to add, too, uh, he even put the Steelers logo on my T-shirt. I mean, he was just <laughs> the details. He started. I mean, it's a high bar to start. But then David comes in last night after we made some stepbrothers jokes and references on the show yesterday with the stepbrothers Photoshop of Moats and I as Will Ferrell and John C. Ridley. And then during the break here, I mean, again, asking you shall receive, Adam hits us with you and I as national security crime stoppers. Earl and Hank. <laughs> so listen, we, we said it. We're, we'll make we'll, we'll let this thing play out here for a little bit. And eventually, you know, maybe in the in the next week or two weeks or so after we get a few more of these, whatever ones are our favorites or maybe just all of you who send oh, us these. Yeah. We, we'll find something cool to some way to repay you to get you back. Yes, but indeed. Stepbrothers, white men can't jump, and national security are off the board. But there's still a lot of uh, there's still a lot of prime opportunities but, out see, there. Mostly. It's funny, man. We're talking about those being off the board, but it's so many parts of these movies that you can play around with and stuff like that. So I don't even want to hold them back. Use your let the creative juices right, flow. Right, don't hold them back because the picture that they used that, that my man used in um, national security was awesome right it's it's not necessarily a movie poster right right but it's still other shots of just them two together because the actual movie poster is different than the shot that he sent us so let's let's just you know let's let's take the training wheels off this thing man you take the training wheels off 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 the rails and i just had a broad brush i just had i just had a really bad image of i'm thinking now in my mind right the most famous movie posters of all time and my grandparents down in their basement have this huge gone with the wind poster oh wow and i'm just like oh no people are gonna get they're gonna be you know me me and you (laughs) is romantic interests we're security guards we're basketball players we're stepbrothers don't I hold them back. Just let hey, them go. And, let and, them be creative. And you know, too, with, I know with you, like, you're just waiting for someone to hit us with some soup, something superhero related oh, here. Oh, man, it's over. 
It's over. It, this this is gonna be fun. So we're we're willing to make this a thing as long as you all keep it going. Yes, indeed. If you want to see what we're talking about, uh, Gretchen's chiming in here. This is so funny. David tweets us, "Oh man." <laughs> If, if you want to see what we're talking about, if you need like a visual reference, at Wesley Euler, at the Body 52. The Body. Again, on there, you can see the photoshops of national security, white men can't jump, stepbrothers, all that that we're talking about. And of course, today, or if you're someone who hears this show back on the loop or, or anything like that, or if, you know, you, feel you, free, you, chime you, in. If you'd like to draw something, but you know you're not going to have time for a few days, no worries. We'll, we'll keep this going. We're, we're just getting started here now. And oh, no. Brian Backo, our guy. Oh, no, not Brian. Just tweeted us one. <laughs> our buddy from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Come on, Brian. I see you everywhere now, who, man. We got to get him on the show this I week, know. next week, every week. He tweets us no, a Photoshop. Oh, no. no. Of Ma- us nice as, suit, by the way, buddy. Of us as A.B. and Mr. Rooney. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Backo coming in hot. So, again, this doesn't have to be... <laughs> This doesn't have to be particularly a uh, a movie or a TV show. I mean, again, let your creative juices flow. This is like art class, all right? Yeah. It's just it's it's a it's a scrapbooking there, there no assignment. Wrong, there is no wrong <laughs> there, submissions. There is no there is no wrong answer here. All right, so I got to get on the list here. I got to put Backo down <laughs> for Antonio Brown IG. All right, oh, that man. one's clay. <laughs> at, at least I'm Mr. Rooney. I feel a little better about myself. Yeah. I know, that's the best part of it. Is he made me a B and he made you Mr. Rooney. It's it's an incredible dynamic by our guy Brian Backo. He a big fan of the show there, Mr. Backo. Listening in. Uh, again, if you want to get in on this, at Wesley Euler, at the Body 52. Uh, we got some other kind of, listen, you know, this is what we like to do. And I think this is part of what makes Steeler Nation so great for the listener, right, mm-hmm. Motsi? Is Tunch and Wolf, they talk a lot of Pittsburgh Steelers X's and O's. Correct. You'll get some music in there, and you'll get some food from Wolf occasionally. Definitely food. But, See the donut, eat the donut. But 95% of what they talk about is Steelers X's and O's football. Right. You and I have a good balance of, we talk a lot of Steelers, primarily Steelers, but we do a little around the league stuff, and we do some funny laugh pop culture, or we're talking about photoshops here. I know we want to talk about these chicken sandwich wars that are just lighting up social media Absolutely. right now. We talk a little hard knocks. You know, we, we like to have a, a little balance there. We're probably 80, 85% football, you know, 15, 20% goofball. Yeah. Is that fair? Absolutely. And then after us, you get Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson, and they do a good job of Steelers and around the league, and they have a big fantasy football element to their show. So, you know, Motsi, it's we cover all bases here on SNR and Absolutely. ESPN Pittsburgh, and we've got, we just got, you know, we got something for everybody here. We're, we're, we're the millennial section. We're the millennial section. Yeah. Right? We talked about Madden on the show Absolutely. yesterday. I don't think Touch and Wolf are going to spend much time on Madden. Nah, bruh. <laughs> But we are, uh, again, we got plenty on the table for you today. We will talk uh, Chicken Sandwich Wars and Hard Knocks at some point. But I wanted to stay uh, with the discussion that we had there a little bit in the last segment, the safety discussion. Yes. Uh, I am hoping on Sunday for at least a half of football to see Terrell Edmonds and Sean Davis working together because with the injuries that SD's had mm-hmm. and just the fact that you're going to limit your first string guys in, 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 the, in, the, in the early on in the preseason – I want to see those guys get some work together. Now I agree 100%. And especially after seeing how Terrell looked this past preseason game, he was cool. flying around All very active, um, scrapping at the ball, things that you want to see, things that you see typically with the second-year player. You were seeing that with Terrell. And 
I'm just excited to see how that goes when Sean Davis is out there just as healthy because both of those guys from an athletic standpoint are elite. They they do things that you either have or you don't. There is no I'm going to train to be what Terrell Edmonds is or I'm going to train to be what Sean Davis is. Certain things you just are gifted with, and those two players have that. And when they're if they're both back there together, the speed element, the athletic ability that they possess – takes that secondary to another level as well. And that's what makes this defense so intriguing right now is when you're looking at these different positions and you're looking at all this talent and you're looking at these safeties like, man, y'all are so young, but you still have a chance to really make a claim for yourselves to be a top tandem if y'all can do what you're fully capable of doing. I mean, it's a ton of pedigree in both of those guys, one being a first-round pick, one being a second-round pick. So there is no reason why they can't take over and be which you saw in Seattle with uh, Cam Chancellor and Earl Thomas. Why can't they be that? Or like we just saw with Troy and Ryan Clark, why can't those two guys have that type of connection? Why can't they have that type of productivity? And that's what I'm excited to see. But hopefully, like you said, this third preseason game, we can see a glimpse of it. How nice would a glimpse be? It, it really would. And it's something we've talked about. It, it's the same kind of dynamic with TJ Watt and Bud Dupree, Absolutely. where you can just, you can you you can see mm-hmm. it all coming together. And you know me. You know, you always accuse me of when, <laughs> when I talk sports, I'm all sunshine and rainbows hey, and the glass is always half full. And everything is great, guys. Don't worry about I'm it. If I'm going all sunshine and rainbows <laughs> and, and everything is glass half full, you got Edmonds now having uh, – this is, has been something everyone has discussed. Uh, you can't have much of a better trial by fire than he had last year. Oh, no question. Being thrown right in there as a rookie when you kind of expected that he wasn't going to play much with Morgan right. Burnett and then he ends up playing more than anybody on that defense. Most snaps. And then you have SD, right, who last year was really his first year in kind of nailing down one position, and this is your role, and this is what we're asking you to do. So now you've got Sean Davis entering year two of hopefully that comfortability. You've got Terrell Edmonds entering year two, where we're hoping he takes that same type of jump you saw from Juju and TJ Watt and James Conner and all those guys before him. And I'm hoping that with SD the second year and as a, as with his role locked down and the fact that he's at the end of his rookie contract and he's kind of playing for his future. And then you've got Edmonds coming into that. Hopefully Absolutely. really, really him, the game starting to slow down and him starting everything to come together for him. Uh, along with Watt and Dupree, I think those two in tandem could, could just be huge for the defense this no year. No question, man. And, and I think when you just look across the board on that defense, just the tandems at each position, you named TJ and Bud. You talked about SD and Edmonds. Inside, you either have Mark Barron, Devin Bush, or Devin Bush, Vince Williams. Corners, you have Joe Hayden and Steven Nelson. Like, this defense is probably the best that we've seen over the past couple years, just on paper in terms of the talent at each spot. And I think that's what makes this so unique. And I also love the fact that with Sean Davis and Terrell Edmonds, they're both interchangeable. They can both play strong or free. You don't have to have one guy that has to stay in the middle of the field because he can't play in the box, or this guy has to stay in the box because he can't cover that ground. Flexible. Right. Both of those guys present so much position flexibility that that gives you a lot more freedom when you're making calls because now I don't have to worry about tipping my hand because this safety has to come over here. No, they can communicate that right there amongst each other. You're playing right, I'm playing left, and just leave it at that. And those are the things that you love with these type of talents, these type of players. And that's why I think they're so intriguing, along with a Bud and TJ. It's just such an intrigue and such an excitement about these players right now because of everything that they possess. 
You intrigued by Edmonds and Sean Davis like Moats and I are? And hey, maybe even if you want to weigh in on who you've got higher expectations for this year, Edmonds Absolutely. and Davis or Watt and Dupree, that'd be hey, a good, good, little, right good little side combo. 412-919-1316 to chime in. We got open phone lines, folks, so you call in right now. Kellen will get you up on the board, and we will get to you in hour number two. We're still taking the Euler emotes, pop culture references on Twitter as well, too, at Wesley Euler, at Dabody52. Dabody. We got a couple suggestions here for some ideas as well, too. We will get into all of that, as well as Chicken Sandwich Wars and, and Hard Knocks and a surprising contract extension that came down for a a, a defensive player, the Dallas Cowboys yesterday. Wes, Wes, that was such a seamless transition. You just you just transition so seamlessly. Seamless? I like that word. It's like seamlessly. That's like three syllables. I'm going to have to look that up. Yeah, man, it's special. Hey, knock on wood if you hear me. Oh, look at this guy go. Look at this guy go. <laughs> <laughs> you are inside the electric factory with Euler Emotes on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Euler and Motes are on the air. This is the Steelers Blitz on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR, Steelers Nation Radio. It is all on the table today on Euler and Motes. It is, I man. mean, we are just, sometimes you go in a straight line. And sometimes you zig and zag like a spider web. And, I mean, we are Charlotte's web in here today. Look, man, we're just doing what radio people are supposed to do. You have your thoughts, and then you just draw little lines off of it. Oh, I like that thought. That's connected. And then I just draw that thought. Oh, that's connected, too. Oh, and then that one, and that's connected. That's what they taught me at the NFL Broadcast Boot Camp, where they teach you all the ins and outs and tips and tricks you know moats we got reaction firing in now that we got phone lines are lighting up we got some tweets (laughs) to get to here and you know i was always told that just because you're getting good interaction on twitter or on the phones doesn't Uh necessarily mean you're doing a good show right you're right because here's why here's why we could start the show you and i could come in tomorrow We we could get kellen in on this too right and we could come in tomorrow and we could do a show where we started out hot at 12 o'clock talking about, oh, my goodness, Troy Polamalu, most overrated football player of all time. You kidding right. me? That guy could never play. It was just the hair. The only reason people liked him is because he jumped over the line. Lo- I mean, you know, like, we could start going on a tangent about something like that, about why Mean Joe Green was never really that good. Right, right. And our phone line and our Twitter lines would be lighting up. Hey, that, wouldn't mean, that wouldn't mean it's a good show. But I think, you know, I think we're cooking with a little fire here. Of course, we were asking uh, about a lot of stuff. We've got some opinion on uh, the linebackers and, and Bud and TJ versus the safeties. We'll get to the phone lines here in a second. We're still getting some tweets about all this pop culture stuff we got going on. Um, if you're just joining us or if maybe you were confused by the end of last segment, uh, it's kind of starting to become a thing here on Twitter where people are Photoshopping Moats and I into uh, pictures and movie posters and hey, all different man. Instagram posts and all different kinds of stuff. So if you want to get in on that, go for it. We've already taken, again, Step Brothers, White Men Can't Jump, National Security, and our guy Brian Bacco taking Antonio Brown's Instagram. So those are all <laughs> off the table. Anything else still for play? Pittsburgh Sports Zone chimes in here and says Top Gun for sure. Oh. Are, are, are you Goose? Are you Maverick? Come on, or, man. Uh, I mean, listen, you know. Listen, I'm a Maverick guy. You Maverick guy? I'm Maverick, bro. Okay. And I'll be the Iceman. You're my, you, ooh, 
Okay, I like <laughs> Neither one of us can be Goose. Because yeah, it is an end word for him, man. Wait, hold on. What's the limitation on this? Is it, can we spoil Top Gun for people? Has it been out long enough? Because spoiler alert, you don't want to be Goose. Whatever you do, do not be Goose. <laughs> That's like, well, I forgot what I was watching. Um, Oh, I was watching the Avengers Endgame. Yeah. And my son, he's like, Dad, I want to be, uh, I think he said, I want to be Black Panther. And I'm watching like, no, son, you don't want to be Black Panther. No. And he's like, yes, I do, Dad. It's Black Panther. I'm like, no. trust me, you don't want to be Black Panther. The movie goes on. Obviously, the ending happens, and uh, Black Panther just happens to disappear. And my son's like, Dad, <laughs> I died. I'm like, I told, you, I told you, you don't want to be Black Panther. Be anybody Black, Black Be anybody but Black Panther, man. It's Gosh. Like, it's a, you don't want to be Goose in Top Gun. But I did. Top Gun's a great movie. If anyone's got some it Top is. Gun photoshops out there. Uh, Gotta be your wingman. Cam tweeting us here. It looks like, I think, Ren and Stempy. Oh. I think a Ren and Stempy reference there. Yeah. So, again, hey, it doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, it can Absolutely. be, uh, it can be superheroes. It can yeah. be cartoons. It could be a character that you care that you draw yeah man have fun with it game for whatever have Do fun you, with it bro we are having fun here hey knock 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 on wood if you're having uh -oh, fun uh -oh. knock on wood if you're having fun man, listen you're here. just so seamlessly transitioning to all of these topics i just love following you man i'm gonna really have to look up what seamlessly means at the end of this show that's all i'm saying man well if you go to hbo from last night i think there might be some help there on an episode <laughs> of hard knocks uh before we uh i i, I want to ask you about uh made sure we got this in some cool things that your teammates yeah. have going on before we hit the phone lines here uh two of the former linebackers that you used to be teammates with both uh doing some cool things in the pittsburgh community i know you want to give them a shout out yeah man absolutely i feel like i talk about this all the time the negative always makes the headlines but a lot of times people don't talk about the good that nfl players are doing especially you know, young linebackers or linebackers in general, because those are my guys. I always mm -hmm. call them young because I remember them when they were babies. But uh, Bud Dupree the other day, man, with his first 48 foundation, hosted a back to school giveaway. And they teamed up with uh, some of the schools in the Pittsburgh uh, in the Pittsburgh public school area. And they did a backpack, a backpack giveaway, man, where they stuffed supplies. And he also did a, a similar event in his hometown of Macon, Georgia. So that's huge, man, as far as getting the kids the supplies that they need. So that way they could be successful, man, and investing in the future. So that's huge for him man definitely wanted to knock it up one time for bud dupree no doubt and it oh yeah knock knock if you appreciate bud knock you if know? you appreciate bud <laughs> now now next next on the list is my my five-o mr brother my main man ryan shazier he did another awesome thing yesterday man where he uh surprised 30 teachers from pittsburgh's fulton elementary school with gift cards so that way they can do back to school shopping as well and he provided the school itself with over a thousand dollars worth of socks and underwear for the school man and just thinking about how he took that initiative and the focus to not only worry about the kids, but to worry about the teachers, because a lot of times the teachers get overlooked. A lot of times these teachers, no they're not having great salaries. In fact, they are usually lacking in their supplies and stuff. Spending but the fact, their own money to get yeah. stuff for their students. So the fact that he he took the initiative to help them out in that regard was a huge thing. And one of the quotes that he said was, uh, he said, I had some really important teachers in my life and I can go off naming them all day. I think it's just really important to give back to them because I want to be the man I am and where I am now in life 
if I didn't have really impactful, important teachers in my life. No doubt. And I think we could all relate to I that, said, man. I'd say the same exact thing. Absolutely. Yes, indeed, man. So definitely want to, you know, give them guys a shout out. Those are my well, brothers hey, right there, knock, man. Knock, if you knock, knock it up, man. Knock if you should leave. Shout out for Shaylee, baby. Are you talking about teachers? I don't know if he's listening right now, but I know he normally is. <laughs> my high school broadcast teacher who oh, really, wow. who really helped me to get into all this. Uh, him and his wife live all over the place in Norway and in Denmark, and yeah. but he always messages me that he's listening. So if he is, man, that's awesome, Mr. man. Mr. Cooley, he was my he was my teacher, but well, no, well, you know, knock it up for Mr. Cooley, then, man. Knock it, knock it, knock up for Mr. Cooley. I like that, man. Cooley. I like it. Yeah, no, and and speaking of linebackers, right? And I love that too that you made sure you wanted to give those guys a shout out because the on field stuff gets critiqued and criticized and mm-hmm. praised too, absolutely, yes. all, all the time. Um, seems for a lot of the athletes, you know, the only time we talk about what they do off the field is if it's bad, if it's Correct. negative. You know, if, if if you post something you shouldn't or maybe you get in trouble with the law right. or there's issues that are going, you know, legal trouble. Uh, it's good to that makes a we, headline. It's good right. to when we shine a light on the positive stuff. And that's another thing. You always come and prepared that you made sure, hey, I just want to hit on this today. Absolutely, man. Hey, listen, you. I'm a firm believer in, uh, you know, giving the flowers to the guys where they can still smell them. I like it. And, and ah, as long as good. they're yeah, and as long as they're being positive in this community, making an impact and leaving people better than where they met them and how they found them, then I'm always going to be the one to, you know, stand on the table for them and uh, shout them out. Love it. Particularly when they're linebackers, right? Oh, you better believe it, baby. Speaking of linebackers, Mozi, a guy that I met out at training camp. Uh-oh. All right. John in Morgantown, my man from down in West Virginia. What is happening, John? He wants to talk a little bud and TJ. Oh, let's do it. How you guys doing today? Man, we're doing well. Glad to have you on the line, baby. Hey, thanks for having me. But I'm excited to see how Bud and TJ will do. Um, just going back to all the great Steeler linebacker, outside linebacker tandems they had. Uh, James Harrison, Lamar Woodley, Joey Porter, Clark Hagan. Uh, I'm curious to see how that getting that rush on the quarterback is going to help uh, the secondary guys like Sean Davis and Terrell Edmonds just make their job a little easier. I think it's going to work in tandem, and I'm really excited for that. Yeah, man, I agree 100%. Man, when you talk about that tandem of a T.J. Watt and a Bud Dupree, first off, both of those guys being first-round talents. That's special in itself. But when you factor in the fact TJ coming off the huge year where he went for double-digit sacks and Bud having his best year as a professional as well, I think that everything is just lining up perfectly for those guys to really take over, to to go from being just a good tandem to flirting with those guys like you talk about with the James Harrison. When you talk about a Joey Porter, when you talk about that Lamar Woodley and James Harrison connection, how they terrorized quarterbacks, both of those guys went for double-digit sacks. That's truly what I'm anticipating from both of these guys this upcoming season. Thank you for the call, John. We appreciate it. That's my guy. He was one of the guys who came up and said hi at training camp, loves the show. And, hey, I mean, you know, anyone from Morgantown's cool with me. Oh, no question. I mean, come on. Motes and Euler here on SNR talking a little linebackers. And, and you know, we pose the question of uh, compared to the safeties, the linebackers, right? Watt and Dupree and Sean Davis and Terrell Edmonds and who are you more excited to see? Who are you expecting more out of? Mm-hmm. Is there, if you could only pick one of those guys, Ooh. one of those units to have a really big year, who would it be? Chris in Detroit wants to weigh in as well. What's happening, Chris? Hey, guys. Uh, I, I don't know if you know this, but I tweeted you guys yesterday huh, okay. about about calling, about calling in. Oh, oh that was you. Chris. Chris. What's up, Chris? Yeah. What up, Chris? Uh, I, I, I grew I, I, I grew the heart, and I finally hit the green button. Hey. That's what we're talking about, buddy. 
And you BCR to the punch today, so good job. And, and you've got a great – I mean, your phone line sounds fantastic. You're loud and clear. I love it. Hey, anything I can do to make you guys' job easier. But I wanted to touch on uh, – first of all, shout out to Brian Backo. I laughed so hard at ABR Rudy Pitt. He's a, good, he's a good friend of the show, and we'll be having him on regularly during Absolutely. the season. He's, he's good people. Uh, but anyway, so the touch on what you guys did in the last segment, uh, you know, the easy answer is to go with uh, the Alvin Bud Dupree and T.J. Watt uh, answer. But I, I kind of agree with you guys. I think it's more on the safeties to have a big year because, uh, you know, Sean Davis was all over the place in the beginning of in his first three years. And then, you know, Terrell Edmonds is kind of thrown thrown to the wolves from from day one and had more snaps than anybody, any rookie in the league. Uh, so I think – that, uh, sorry, um, I, I think that, you know, if T.J. Watt and Bud Dupree can wreak havoc back there, um, you know, I, I think it, we can we can get those safeties to, uh, you know, uh, make some more splash plays and to use a Tomlin-ism. <laughs> yeah, I agree a, a ton. I definitely agree with you 100%, man. And that's something that Coach Tomlin did touch on, man. When you talk about – getting pressure on quarterbacks that forces potentially strip sacks sack force fumbles but you also get the errant passes you get yep. the 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 throws while the player while the quarterbacks get hit or under duress and when you think about Sean Davis and Terrell Edmonds and the positions they're going to be in it does play perfectly and sets up perfectly for them to have you know, big years in terms of creating turnovers, those interceptions. We already saw with Terrell Edmonds forcing the fumble last week, and right. I think both of those guys understand that the, the defense struggled in terms of creating turnovers in general, and in particular when it came to interceptions. So with both of those guys, I think that they're going to definitely be able to feed off and benefit drastically from Bud and TJ having big years. Chris, let me ask you this. We, we got we got like a minute here, so let me ask you this before we have to run. Uh, is it fair to say, we talked about this a little bit la uh, yesterday with uh, Ryan Switzer and Eli Rogers, where we thought Eli has the higher ceiling, but Switzer has the higher floor, if that makes sense. Mm. Is, it fair, mm -hmm. is it fair to say that maybe we expect, right, like even if TJ and Bud don't light the world on fire this year, even if they're not both pro bowlers, we still think they have a pretty high floor. We still fit. We still know what those guys can do and they're still going to contribute. Whereas maybe it seems like it, it, the safety position and the potential that they could bring in that playmaking dynamic. And with those splash plays is maybe a little bit higher of a ceiling on the back end. I, I absolutely think so. I, there's there's no question about that. I mean, you I, from day one, TJ was lighting it up. Uh, you know, uh, right? You know what you're going to so, get from him. Exactly. And but you know, it, it took Sean Davis a while. And you know, I, I like most of Steeler Nation when Terrell was was drafted was like, who is this guy? Uh, so. You know, to see him have this great preseason, it's really encouraging, and you 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 need that from the safety position on, compared to compared to the linebackers, where you know what you get. Chris, come on, man! You were nervous for that. That was great, buddy. <laughs> you did awesome. Uh, I, my heart is pounding through my chest, guys. <laughs> well, hey, you crushed it, man. Love the call. Thanks for always tweeting us and, for, and for the support. And hey, call back anytime, buddy. We love it. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Chris. So, like, look, man, there's nothing to be 
you afraid of? Tell you we don't bite. I stopped biting, man. I don't do that no more, man. He was awesome. I mean, that was fantastic. That was like a. That was like a. You know, I mean, his his beginning was like a double off the wall, and then he hit, and then he hit a a homer at the end there. I mean, it was fantastic. Fantastic. And he was prepared. He had a, a great question. He had a great uh, opinion with it. And for me, man, that's all I asked for. So it was perfect. Great job. 412-919-1316. If you want to get on the phone lines, at Wesley Euler, at DaBody52. DaBody. But hold on, man. Knock it up for Chris one time, man. Knock it up. Yeah, that's right. Knock on wood. Knock on wood for Chris. Now we're talking. All right. If you've missed some of these hard knocks jokes, we'll get into those a little bit when we return. All right. We also have Motsi. AB just took to Twitter. Oh, so we got some breaking news here. Uh-oh. So we'll share that when we return. Uh-oh. We'll get you in on some of these hard knocks inside jokes. We're going to talk a little around the league stuff as well, too. A pretty significant contract extension being handed down by the Cowboys yesterday and what that could mean for two other big names on that roster. And we just had here uh, a bunch of stuff going on. We got some breaking news with the XFL that we that's got to be discussed here. It's true. And, you know, too, before we get out of here today, chicken sandwich wars. Hey, it's lighting the world on fire. And Gotta we, have it. We will give you our opinion. All that and more. Euler Remotes. It's the Electric Factory. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Breaking news, Motsy. Uh-oh. This coming from the Twitter account of one Antonio Brown. Out in Cali eating kale and quinoa. It's healthy. I bet you he's not eating it out of one of those little helmet bowls. Oh. Yahtzee. Yahtzee. Look at you. Look at you go, my friend. Knock on wood if you like that joke. I did like that. There we go. Knock it up. So <laughs> I, I want to make sure everybody knows, all right, this whole knock on wood and seamless kind of inside joke thing that we've had going on, and honestly we will probably continue here for at least the short-term future. Very true. You had to watch Hard Knocks last night to get it, okay? And Hard Knocks, it's a great show, okay? Particularly if you are kind of, like, I'm still kind of a nerd in the, like, the docu- sports documentary yes. and how they shoot all that stuff and some of the really oh, cool. it's beautiful how, it, they, how it's, they shoot it, man. It's really cool, and particularly what they did with that preseason game mm-hmm. last night, just some of those shots and some of the sound and the stuff that they have is really cool. Um, but the two inside jokes were, as you mentioned, Coach Gruden saying seamless to A.B. You know, the way you're handling the business side of it and everything, you just handle it so seamlessly. And then from there, A.B. goes on to say that that's an awesome word. And (laughs) Gruden says, well, you know, it's a three-syllable word. And he's like, man, I like that. I'm going to look it up. So from there, it was like, wow. That that was... Yeah, it was very seamlessly it's very, the way we transitioned. Very seamless right there, transition. Yeah. And then the whole knock on wood joke that we've had going on, that's like John Gruden's thing in film. Yeah. So if he's like, all right, dude, we're playing against the Cardinals here, boys, and spider Y banana, and you can't let this guy <laughs> run across the middle, knock wood if you feel me. And then everybody in the meeting room uh, knock wood. knocks on it. So just to bring you up to speed on some of our inside jokes there, but it, it's still a great show for the football junkie. Absolutely. Right? But I. I think it's been a little underwhelming. It's been a little disappointing. Like, they are so- trying so hard to navigate around the A-B stuff right. when normally what HBO does is dive headfirst into that. that kind of stuff. I mean, last night's episode, 
They talked about the helmet. They did a little voiceover thing for like 60 seconds right. at the end, and that was it. Other than that, they made it seem, and they showed the little Mayock clip at the very end. Right. Other than that, they made it seem like everything was sunshine and rainbows, but, but we know it's not sunshine and rainbows. And typically, that's what you're tuning in to see. I always take it back to with uh, Rex Brown with the Jets. Any negative thing that was going on during that, that time frame, you would watch it because you knew they were going to put a spotlight on it. They were going to talk about it. You don't want HBO to beat around the bush. No. Show us. Show us. But like, Tunch and Wolf always say, leave the drama for the movie theater. All right, this is the, the movie, movie theater. theater. Where's right. the drama? It's HBO. Come on now. I, I, and there's just so many other, like, the whole, the, you know that they were told to go out of their way. In the beginning, they showed, like, three different shots of Vontez Perfect and Antonio Brown yes. chumming it up. All right? It was the same moment, but they tried to make it seem like it was three different moments. Man, get out of here. So I don't want sunshine and rainbows. I don't want A.B. and Gruden getting along. I don't want <laughs> A.B. and Perfect mucking it up. What's going on here? It's crazy, crazy, crazy. Like I said, I think maybe Gruden hit up HBO and was like, look, guys. I need you. I need you guys to paint this picture with a broad brush and make us look good right here. Make us look close. Make us look like one big happy family. Even though I know Mayak just went on the record saying one thing, I need you. But you wouldn't have known it from that episode last right, night right. unless you, you just watched never the last know. twenty seconds. You would have never known. It, it, so he literally just said that publicly on the official Raiders account. Yeah, they tweeted that out on the official account. It's just there's just, yeah. there's a lot of high stepping going on, and and I don't like it. And uh, maybe the biggest thing with all this, maybe I buried the lead, is John Gruden can clearly not be as happy as he is alluding or as he is trying to lead on. I just like the guy, man. You got to admire him. He said, I give A.B. credit for standing up for what he believes in. Everybody else in this country does it. Right. Yeah, okay, John, but everybody else in this country doesn't have 52 other guys relying on them to be successful. It's crazy. Everyone else in this country does it. Yeah, the blowhards on Twitter who, you know, you got no followers and, right. and, and nobody really even knows who you are. I mean, sure. Now you're standing up for what you believe in. Give me a break. Since when does an employee standing uh -oh. up for they believe in uh -oh. get looked on positively by their boss? Talk to it. If I believed in... Huh. If I believed in you and I should, um, you know, we should get paid five times as much for every show that we do. Are you going to hold out? And I stand up for what I believe in. You think Brian and Reagan are going to come walking in here and being like, you know what? We really admire Wes for standing admire. up what he believes in. Everybody else in this country does it. No chance. Listen, no I'm chance. not, I'm not coming in. If this microphone isn't the right microphone, I've used one microphone the past 10 years. Don't have me using this new microphone. I don't like it. It doesn't look good. It's ugly, you know, and I'm handsome. <laughs> I just, there is just so much lying going on i don't know i don't know what it means mozi i don't know what it's called but i just know the sound it makes when it lies oh. uh, it's just listen you know what it's, this is really getting to this is this is my final take on hard knocks this is how i'll sum it up now that uh -oh. we're what three out of five episodes in i believe yes. knock on wood if this show's boring oh gosh I just, I'm sorry. It's 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 been a little underwhelming to me at this point. It's so. not giving me what I want. It's but not, you know who does give the people what they who want? Who gives the people what they want? You learn modes. That's right. And the you electric know, factory. And you know what the people want? SNR. They want some more breaking news. That's what they do want. The XFL has named its eight first franchises. It should say their location yes. and their name. So you ready for this? Uh-oh. Drum roll. The D.C. Defenders. Oh, right. Okay. Washington, okay. D.C., the Defenders. Hey, uh -huh. that's a nice um, 
alliteration there oh. dc defenders like we that. had so you know you're talking about seamless yeah. and we're making jokes about seamless one of the first days at camp um we would do a sec missy and i would do a segment like a crossover segment with tunch and wolf every uh-huh. day so they would come on with us for our last segment before they took over okay and one day i said that i said oh that's a nice alliteration and wolf was like what's alliteration and for the next <laughs> three or four days he was he'd come to me every day with and he'd say a phrase like Past protector. Is that an alliteration? <laughs> and I'd be like, well, I mean, technically, yeah, it is. You know, anything yeah. that rolls off the tongue nicely yeah, and has, has like sounding, you know, yeah. words is an alliteration. The DC Defenders, mm-hmm. I guess, technically would be one. So we got a team in DC. You're also going to have a team in Dallas. Those are two NFL cities already. Mm-hmm. The Dallas Renegades. That's not an alliteration. That's not a renegation. Uh, uh, an alliteration. <laughs> a renegation. The Dallas Renegades, two teams in Texas, another NFL city, Houston, the Houston Roughnecks, Los Angeles, the Los Angeles Wildcats, the New York Guardians mm. in New York, St. Louis Battlehawks. That's a cool name. That's a unique name. Kind of, kind of go there. Yeah, I like that. The Seattle Dragons and the Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay Vipers. So the first thing that stands out or maybe surprises me about this is there's only one of these eight teams that's not an NFL city where I would have thought it'd be the opposite. Like, I thought they'd be Uh, more, you know, in cities without NFL teams. Yeah, but I can see in terms of if they're not trying to compete right out the gate with NFL attendance and stuff like that, you go to the, the other markets, the markets where they don't have NFL teams, the markets where, you know, but, yeah, now that you're looking at it, yeah. Like, St. Louis makes sense. You right. probably got a lot of people there who are football-deprived, a lot of a lot of uh, yeah. jilted Rams fans, if well, you will. you know will. what? Maybe they are trying to compete with the NFL and make a statement. Maybe, Maybe that's they what are. they're trying to do, and Landry Jones is going to lead them to the promise Who did he – did they – They did didn't say who he signed. They just say he signed the first contract. Man, I tell you what, they're they're good at that whole teasing oh, it thing, yeah. the XFL, I tell you. Jeez. So what's your what's – your, uh, we got to pick squads. D.C. Defenders, Dallas Renegades, Houston Roughnecks, the mm-hmm. L.A. Wildcats, the New York Guardians, the St. Louis Battlehawks, the Seattle Dragons, and the Tampa Bay, Tampa Bay Vipers. So right now, this is it, Moat. So you got to support one of these teams for the rest of the time. Who are you going with? Yeah, well, see, this is my biggest issue. St. Louis Battlehawks and Seattle Dragons. I need to switch names. I wanted to be the Seattle Battlehawks. Ooh, that would be – I mean, I'm, I was going to pick the Seattle team anyways. Why? So – I really like Seattle. I just, I don't know. Of all these places. But it's sleepless. Seattle. It's sleepless. You can't sleep in Seattle. Come but on, I, I like Seattle. I don't know. They got good seafood. You know, uh, nice. Yeah. I was going to say nice weather. Not really nice not weather. Really. But no. really good seafood and really good parks. Ah, you're I'm, right. I'm throwing my weight behind the Seattle Dragons. Ah, okay. Well, um, let's see. Uh, and you know, oh, D.C. Man. for you. That's not too far from home. Yeah, but I must say. Being that I'm from the Virginia Beach area, we don't really associate That's with true. the D.C. We talked area. about this yesterday. That's like That's DMV 757, so that, that doesn't do it for me. Um, I've spent a lot of time in New York, though. Obviously, my background. Granted, I wasn't in the city, but, you know, I've been I've been in New York. I like New York. The kids love New York. You know what? New York Guardians it is. And this creature, he looks so aggressive. Whatever his... I know. Yeah. These logos are actually really well done. Yeah, I, I like his... The, I feel like the Dallas Renegades is like the generic one you can create when create you're creating Madden. a team on Madden. Yeah. <laughs> the Vipers, too. Right. And, but how about – I really like the Houston – if I was picking a team just off the logo, I would oh, go Houston, with the Houston yeah. Roughnecks because that's a nice homage, I think, to the Houston Oilers logo. That's what it looks like. It that's pretty cool. Is. And then you also have the star up there. You think about, like, the Astros and stuff like that. Sure. So I, I definitely like all that. I like the Houston logo. Kellen. 
LA you got, a, a you got an better. XFL team you're ready to throw your support behind here? Don't pick no, my team. I will say I'm very excited for the XFL. I'm a big WWE guy, so to see Vince McMahon kind of stick it to the NFL is kind of cool, <laughs> in my opinion. I don't know why. I don't really have a team, though. I'm just excited to watch it. I, I, I want it to be better than the last time they did it. I yeah. watched right. 30 for 30 recently on it. And uh, it was a train wreck, so I hope <laughs> I hope to God they do it better this time. I still just remember the kickoffs. The kickoffs were so great. Oh, they man. were just fantastic. Listen, the kickoffs, the names, but it was super gimmicky, and that's the one thing Vince said is not going to be this time. No gimmicks. Well, he's got Oliver Luck on board. Absolutely. That's huge. But then the thing that I also love is the fact that he stated that the biggest difference between last time and this time is he's funding it with his money. Right. Because he felt like last time – the fact that he went with other investors, he wasn't able to be fully responsible for its success, and ultimately it led to a demise. Whereas now he feels that since it's 100% him backing it, it's going to be successful because it's on him. And I can respect that, man. I'll take his word for it. Absolutely. Hey, hey. His last business yeah, has done say, phenomenal. He's, he's got no reason to not believe in All himself. Right. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm it, so, so what's your team again? My team is the, the Seattle, Seattle Dragons. Dragons. Yep. That terrible logo. We'll give Kellen some time. We'll get back to him on this one. Yeah. I know it's not a very good logo. You're right, but I, I don't know. The, the Guardians, they just look so aggressive. They do. I, I, like this, far away. I like I like the uh, the St. Louis, the Battlehawks. I'm telling you, that's a cool name. I like the name just for the wrong team. Seattle Battlehawks would Seattle be. Because then it'd be, be the play off the Seattle Seahawks. Absolutely, man. You know what Seattle Seahawks is, though? It's an alliteration. Hey now! I like that. Now we're talking. Euler Remotes here, rolling along on SNR. It's been a fun day. Uh, in our last segment coming up here in a few minutes, we will go around the league, something we really haven't done too much of yet. want to talk some of the uh, big news happening outside of Pittsburgh. And we will also give our uh, our final verdict. We'll weigh in, give the judgment on this whole chicken sandwich debate. You, you right? You, been... you better believe it. Oh, you, you better believe. You know, that might even we might even need an extra hour here on programming today to talk about those fast food chicken sandwich wars. That's the only reason why I came to work today to talk chicken sandwiches. <laughs> period. And you know, still, well, you've been waiting. You've been waiting nice and patiently. We will get to that here too. And you know, still as well, right? We. We've got this whole this whole side plot to the show going on. It's going to be a theme here throughout the uh, throughout the year. Yep, that's our troop. We got some some more ideas continuing to roll in here. Uh, our buddy Adam tweets us a Photoshop of us as Tiger Woods and Ricky Fowler <laughs> with the hashtag hitting bombs. Yeah, I mean, I wish I could golf like either of those guys. Hey man, I just want to make sure I still stay slim like those guys. <laughs> and Coach Hatcher here tweets us as Arthur and the Tick wants to see us as Arthur and the Tick. I know the tick, and we were trying to figure this out during yes. break. I think it's a it's a cartoon reference, and I think Arthur was a guy who did some stuff like with, a the, kick, with like right? a sidekick yeah. to the tick. But we like see we like these outside of the box ones. That's a good one there by Coach Hunter. We'll take your suggestions, take your photoshops, take your whatever you got on Twitter at Wesley Euler at the Body Fifty Two. The Body. When we return, some interesting things happening with some contracts that could maybe be foreshadowing some things to come around the National Football League and Popeye's, Chick-fil-A, everyone else who's weighing in on these fast food chicken sandwich wars that has just been blowing up Twitter and social media here the past couple days. I mean, listen, you know, Moats and I, as we've told you before, we have notes, we have opinions. Ton of it. We've done research on everything, so it would only it's only be it's only right that we share our opinion on a little bit of everything. We'll do that next when we return. Euler Moats in the Electric Factory. This is the Steelers Blitz with Wesley Euler and Arthur Motes on your 24-7 home of the black and gold, SNR.
So much to get to, so little time, Mochi. We got some Twitter questions in here. We got some phone lines lighting up. We still got some topics to get to, so let's hit it, all right? Hey, let's do it, man. Let's, why waste time? Usman wants to know, if the XFL offered you a contract, would you consider? Uh, not a chance, bro. <laughs> not happening, man. My days are over. Here's what I want to know more so than the F XFL offers him a contract, and I know Kellen will appreciate this. If the WWE offered you a contract, oh, oh, oh. would you consider? Now we're talking a little bit here, man. <laughs> Deep down, you know, growing up as a child, my favorite wrestler of all time was Stone Cold Steve Austin. I used to want to wear knee braces, had my my jorts, you yep. know. You had to have your little denim shorts on. That's what I did. And I could never find a leather vest, but I would take my dad's vest from his uh, dress clothes, put them on with no shirt, and walk around the house with two sodas in my hand, <laughs> smashing them together, and and using. I couldn't say, "Could I get a?" You know, so I say, "Can I get a heck yeah?" Because I didn't want to get in trouble, and that's how I would do it, man. So I love it. I love it. I was I was a Rock and Shawn Michaels guy growing ah, up myself, okay. but I, I like Stone Cold as well too. And hey, maybe there's some more some more Photoshop ideas for hey, the, for the people out there. Now we're really getting into some realms here. Brandon, and listen, these people, listen, everyone's just right in our wheelhouse today. I love it. Let's Brandon it. tweets, I heard you guys talking about Spider-Man yesterday and Moat saying he loves Spider-Man. How do you feel now that Spider-Man is no longer in the MCU, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because of Disney and Sony not coming to terms? Why can't we have good things? We, we talked about we, this before we the show started. It's funny, Brandon. We actually talked about this before the show started, and my opinion on it is always the same when these things kind of happen. You don't really know the minutia, but it probably just happened that one person got too greedy and or a group of people got too greedy and unfortunately because of that the rest of us suffer right i don't want to suffer i love spider-man why would you do this that's what my son's always said my son always says that why would you do that dad but why why would you do that so i really want to know why why would you do that spider-man mc it was perfect it, it was, was a match made in heaven it really was like this was like one of the most awesome Spider-Man that, that we've now? ever that we seen. Get, like Spider-Man and Venom movies going like, hey, forward. I, I'm, not, I'm not completely sold on the Venom movie. I'm not completely sold on that series yet. Oh, poor Tom Holland. Gosh. He's just, you know, his handsome self. He's just in and purgatory he was now. Phenomenal. Really good. God. I don't. It's it'll be interesting to follow that. Did as you it, like him better than Toby as it goes along? Um, let me put it this way: If I was, if if because like Toby was the Spider-Man to me. Yes. Right. It's like my mom always says, like Michael Keaton is Batman. Oh, he's my Batman. Forever. Is my Batman to me, but but and I Christian think she Bale. liked Christian Bale a little bit more. Yeah. Like that's probably how, like Toby will always be Spider Man to me. Absolutely. But if I would have just seen them both at the same age now, I I, I think Tom is is a little yeah, bit better. I agree. One hundred percent. So uh, shout out to my mama for that. Uh, for 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 yeah, that. Yeah. Mama Euler. Yeah. <laughs> for that one. <laughs> but yeah, that'll be an interesting thing to follow. As will all this XFL stuff. Don't worry. If Moch tries to sign a contract, I'll knock the pen out of his hand. It's not. Happening. Unless it's with WWE, then if it's I, with WWE, Moats, you'll be my favorite superstar. I was gonna say we serious. could be like his managers. I would. I'll be your mouthpiece. I don't care. <laughs> but hold on, hold on. What if I what if I go with a heel route? Can I can I be a heel? I'll well, be your better. manager. I don't care. It's okay, cool. Yeah, I, I think it would just be so much perfect because I have this good guy persona. You know, in the NFL, it's like oh, it's man of the years and stuff like that. And then you just come I'm out. I'm going complete hill. You punt a you couple know? babies and, you know, drop kick John yeah, Cena. I, I, I want to go that route, you know? I mean, hey, uh, D'Angelo Williams did it. Why can't you? Exactly. Well, he almost broke his neck. Oh, uh, well, right. But, gosh. You know. <laughs> Real quick here before we uh, talk some around the league stuff, and uh, this will probably be a good transition here because it looks like we got Paul in San Antonio on the line, and he has a league-wide question for us. So what's oh, happening, Paul? It. Hey, guys, uh, I want to say good afternoon to you. It's about 102 down here today. Ooh. That's not comfortable for anybody. Um, I'm, a, I'm a Steeler fan by marriage. 
Okay, let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. Okay. But down here, it's all about the cowgirls. I mean, cowboys. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but you know what? Uh, you know, I was always brought up in the world of business, know your enemy, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, but Zeke and his manager don't know the enemy in Jerry Jones. Mm. If any owner were to hold out against the player, it would be Jerry Jones. And hey, and Zeke, you got two years. You don't play for two years, your brand is damaged. Absolutely. So it's like, and we're hearing it left and right down here. I wish the local TV sports would just uh, bring up croquet. (laughs) That's funny, Paul. That's like how it is with AB with us here. It's like every single day, it's still a discussion. It's like, come on, let's get on to something else. No question, man. There's got to be something. And I understand the player's point of view on this and the owner's point of view. You know, the players, I'm glad they're getting guaranteed money now because. A lot of owners would just say, oh, you're not performing, you're gone. And that's not necessarily fair to those guys that are putting their livelihood and their health on the line all the time. But this guy is a rookie. He's got two years left on a contract. I can understand maybe holding out one, but two years left? Mm-hmm. Hey, learn. Your agent signed it. You signed it. Grow up. Be a man and abide by your what you said you would do. And it's not like he's Dak, right, where he's on fourth-round money. I mean, he was, what, the third or fourth pick in that draft? Mm -hmm. But I don't know, Motes. You're the former player here. What you got for us? Well, I I will say this, Paul. First off, I do agree, man. Him taking this stance this early, I mean, he has two years left on the deal, and potentially they could franchise tag him for another year or two, similar to what you saw here in Pittsburgh with Le'Veon Bell. Um, I understand he wants the money, and to an extent, has he warranted it? Yes. But he doesn't have the leverage right now. And when you're talking about the enemy, you know Jerry Jones, he does not mind not having Zeke out there. He doesn't mind playing this game, letting it all play out in the headlines. And, in fact, he probably enjoys it because that's getting him more dollars because (laughs) the amount of attention and the amount of time that his name is being put out there. I mean, just to put it in context, when you hear him talking about, you know, who is Zeke, and he's like, Zeke who? And then he says, oh, I've earned the right to make those type of jokes and things like that. I mean, for him, I mean, you have to realize, like, he's not losing sleep over Zeke. He feels that he loves what he has in Dak. He already has Amari Cooper there. I mean, you just saw the extension that he uh, handed out to Jalen Smith as well. So you can kind of see where the priorities are falling in terms of that pecking order in Dallas. So for Zeke, man, I think that I love his idea, but I think it's a year or two too soon. And, 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 you know, and I also think, you know, when we have Connor for, for, for Pittsburgh, look at this guy, uh, you know, realistically an outsider, but had something to prove, shows you that it's not all talent, it's heart as well. Absolutely. Come on, there's got to be somebody uh, on that practice squad up in Frisco, which is a suburb of Dallas where their uh, practice, beautiful practice facility is. There's somebody up there with a heart that says, you know what, I can do this. And that's Zeke's unnamed enemy. Absolutely, man. Yeah. The next man up is always the mantra here in Pittsburgh. And hopefully, you know, Zeke will not have to experience that from the negative side. But right now, I mean, that's definitely what it's leaning towards because the longer he's away, the worse is going to be for him because you're just giving other players the chance to get more reps. You're giving other players the chance to show that they can be impressive. And let's see. I mean, when you talk about their running backs, in Dallas, let's see who do they have up there on the roster right now. I was Obviously, just going to say you factor in. You have to factor in too that with that offensive line there, like whoever the running back the, the is, plug and play like aspect Paul was is talking there. about the guys who are going to be able to come in and get Zeke's opportunity. Mm-hmm. 
man, uh, there's a lot of running backs that would like to run behind that line. Well, absolutely. I mean, you think about it. Alfred yep. Morris, who's a guy who's had a ton of success in this league eight years in. You still have the rookie out of Memphis, Tony Pollard, as well. So oh, yep. when you're thinking about that, it's like, Zeke, yes, you are special, without a doubt. What he oh, does yeah, is, is, is second to none. But that offense is is ready to go regardless of who you have there. Will will the offense be drastically better with Zeke? Without a doubt. But could you plug in one of these other players, like Alfred Morris or Tony Pollard, and still be highly successful with that offensive Without line, with Dak, with Amari Cooper, with Jason Witten? I still think that they'll be fine. Right. You know, one thing we see down here for us non-Cowboy fans is Jerry Jones is all about marketing. I'm oh, no sorry. Question. I don't even think he cares if they win. But guess <laughs> what? If I get a guy named Pollard and I'll oh, look, oh, look, look at the jerseys I'm selling with his name on it. Yep. <laughs> so guess what? And it's a cheaper, I'm a businessman. I want the exact same thing, cheaper price. So it's more money in my pocket. Zeke, Zeke's agent. Wake up, smell the roses. <laughs> oh, we love it, man. Thank you for the call. We appreciate the unique perspective that you have being down there. And you got to do us a favor now. When all this Zeke yep. and Dak stuff finally plays out here in the next week or two, you gotta, you got to give us a follow-up call. Absolutely. Let us gauge the temperature down there for us then. Oh, yeah, not, not a problem. This will be Nirvana, I'm sure. <laughs> hey, man, get some air conditioning, too, say, man. Yeah, Stay take cool. Care. Drink yes. some water down there, Paul. We appreciate it, man. Thank you for the call. And I wonder, too, Motsi, how the Jalen Smith stuff now plays into this. Obviously, yeah. uh, he gets a nice, hefty extension from the Cowboys. Five Six, years, yeah. 64 mil yesterday. Uh, that's less money now that's available for Dak and Zeke. You're right. I mean, in a salary cap system, yeah. you're paying one guy that you can't. And, and especially that amount, that amount that you're paying him. Right. That That's going to be tough, man. So I think, man, that statement that, that Jerry Jones makes by signing Jalen to that type of extension, it says a couple of things. It lets them know that, number one, Zeke, you're not going to hold us hostage in terms of the other things that we're trying to do in terms of extending players and bringing in talent, uh, bringing in talent. But then also, if you're Zeke, you're like, man, my leverage isn't what I think it is. Because at the end of the day, if I was that big of the priority, if I was, if I had this much leverage, then the deal would have been done. They would have already caved to my demands. Right. But Jerry Jones, he's not operating like that. He doesn't feel that he has to. And I just, like I said, I love the move by Zeke. I think it was a year too soon, though. It's a good call by you. I, I'm I'm right there with you. I echo that sentiment. It's going to be interesting to see how Two this plays out. Two years a franchise tag, potentially. Uh, we'll say, though. Got to say this. I'm happy for Jalen Smith. Oh, uh, absolutely. For anyone who oh, doesn't know, he had that, his la very last game at Notre Dame. I mean, he would have been a top 15 draft pick. Uh, his last game at Notre Dame has a devastating knee injury. A lot of people said he might not even be able to play football again. Fast forward now to, what, three, four years later, yeah. and he's one of the best linebackers in football. He has worked part his of tail off. one of the best off. interior linebackers. Him tandems. and Layton. Yeah. yeah, I mean, they are fun to watch. You know that. We talked about that a lot last year. I love watching those two guys play. Uh, and maybe that's part of the message that Jerry Jones is trying to send, too, right? If you come here and you work your tail off and you buy into what we have going on, you're going to get rewarded. Maybe he's kind of using, you know, a guy who went through everything like Jalen Smith did as an example in that regard. I could, I could definitely see that. Yeah. It's like that, you man. never know. Jerry Jones hey, be playing those mind games. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> Euler Remotes here. A couple <laughs> minutes left on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. All right, Motsi. The real pressing question. Uh oh Is whose side are you on in the chicken dun, sandwich dun, wars? Dun. Popeye's coming out with a 
chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. throwing some shade at Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A Uh-oh. responding on Twitter, Shots all, fired. all kinds of other fast food joints chiming in. So I got to know Arthur Motes. In the mind of Professor Uh-oh. Motes. Yes, yes. What is the best fat, we should, fast food chicken sandwich on the market? Man, so let me... Uh... Let me do the radio thing and present my my facts. <laughs> well, you got about two and a half minutes here, so that's plenty of time. <laughs> so first off, Chick Fil A is top notch. It's it's elegant. You know, it's one of those treats that you know you just can't pass up on. They got the regular and they got the spicy. Problem is, they're closed on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I tend to crave chicken sandwiches on Sundays. Funny how that works. You know, and, and I think about Popeye's. Popeye's brings me a nostalgia aspect because growing up in Virginia and in the Tidewater area in particular, it's a ton of Popeye's. Love Popeye's chicken. Mm-hmm. It, it touches my soul. You know so, what, too, just really plays in this to me, yeah. for me as well. Are we talking just chicken sandwich or is this a spicy chicken sandwich or right, is it now, both? Because if it's both, that's, a, that's an ultimate game changer, but either or. But this is my thing. Popeye's has always been there for me. Mm. I've been to Popeye's on a Sunday after a crazy Saturday. You've never been to Chick-fil-A on a Sunday. Never. Unless you've been to Las Vegas. You know there's a Chick-fil-A in Las Vegas that's open on Sundays now. That's true. True story because everyone sacrifices their morals for Las Vegas. That's rare because I know when the uh, Atlantic Falcons opened up right. their new stadium, they said it's closed on Sunday. They pull down new banners and they call yeah. it COS Chicken for the Falcons game, which it's stands crazy. for Closed on Sundays yeah. Chicken. All right, so in your mind... Best fast food chicken, and it can be a spicy, it can be a regular. I'm listen. Where are you going? Have you had? I don't think you've had the Popeyes one yet, have you? Well, I I was texting my wife a little earlier today. Is that dinner tonight? (laughs) And I said, Hey, babe, I love you. I know you wanted to cook. I know we've been talking about getting some steak, crab legs, and the butter, but. We might have to save some money. We got to go check out these chicken sandwiches, all right? So I told her we're hitting Popeye's tonight. I'm a firm believer that Popeye's is the one because the best best ability is availability. Mm. And if I need you on Sundays, I don't have time for you to be sitting out because you don't open on Sundays. Chick-fil-A is corporate. I don't want corporate. I want it for the culture. And Popeye's is for the culture, and that's why I'm standing with them. You say the best availability is avail the best ability is availability. Yes, indeed. You know who's always available for me? Who? Wendy. Who? The best chicken sandwich in the game is the Wendy's spicy chicken. Open late, open on Sunday, You're open right all about the time, that, my friend. I'm gonna go get me one for lunch. I think after we get off the air. Here. See, my problem is I used to work at Wendy's, so I'm kind of okay, windy. I know how yeah, that works. I'm a little windy. Big shout out to our guy Kellen for producing the program. As always, thanks to everybody who called in and chimed in. We got more photoshops rolling in here, Motsy. Me and you as pro bowlers. Wes hey. and Motes. Hey, keep them coming. We'll keep that going all year, and we will be back same time tomorrow, noon, high noon, when the Electric Factory opens on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio.
Life's an adventure, and it's waiting. Hi, this is Merrill Hodge. At ST Bank, they know life's for the living. That's why ST Bank offers solutions to help you get the most out of it. Whether you're investing in your home, planning for the future, or just making the most of every day, ST Bank is here to help. Learn how ST Bank can help you live the life you want at stbank.com. Member FDIC. ST Bank was ranked number one in customer satisfaction with retail banking in Pennsylvania by JD Power. For JD Power 2022 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards.